Follow behind the scenes on Insta. Good afternoon. This is John Ben and Sharon. Yes, thanks to Vodafone Rewards. It's easy to get rewarded. Just grab your deals through the My Vodafone app. Welcome to the show on a Tuesday. Yeah, we've got no Sharon Casey today. Had to pop home. Little Tyson's a bit crook, so uh, the two battlers will keep forging on with the show <laughs> and present some luck, lad, luck, lad, luck, lad. Oh, jeez, not a Lack, great start. Lackluster radio. <laughs> Lack, l- l- oh, God. Like, like three or four words into it, you've already had just like a shocker. Oh, I've been a bit shaken. I got a couple of letters from Baycourt before the show started, the debt collection agency. Because you don't pay your fines. Mm, not one of my hobbies, paying my fines. <laughs> no, not no one, one enjoys of my fines, doing no. it. Well, I enjoy the least being, so I just refuse to do it. And it's at this moment when you get a letter that has got red writing, private and confidential on it, you're like, oh, they mean business now. So have you paid your fine yet? Yeah, I paid my fine. I phoned Baycorp and for some reason I was angry at them. And I don't know why, because it's all my doing. <laughs> yeah, you got I was you. getting all short and sharp <laughs> yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah. Like, oh, you don't take credit cards, do you? Like I'd, and I had no reason to <laughs> no, be angry. Yeah, I thought no. this is all my own doing. No, this is exactly all your own doing. So I apologise if you're the poor person on the phone at Baycorp that I went off He's at. Like, I thought they would be listening to us. <laughs> they were listening to other people like you being horrible to them. <laughs> Follow behind the scenes on Insta. Each afternoon, this is John Ben and Sharon. An amazing news story coming out of Hay Beach. Yeah, Coromandel, a lady swimming. Just She's by herself. A, just swimming in her wetsuit. Is joined by a pod of whales. Yeah. Like they surround her. It's crazy. Have a listen to her. Yeah. There was a shape that went under <laughs> me and I thought, oh, dolphins. And I was quite excited. And then I saw the white, that great white colour on, on the back and thought, oh my God, these are dolphins. These are orca. It was about this far apart. And we just looked at each other like that. These huge eyes. There you go, orca whales. Luckily not sperm whales. She'll be walking out with a different coloured wetsuit. I don't think you really understand the... uh, No, 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 it's not what happened, but I'll explain that one to you another time. (laughs) But you haven't seen the footage, so some guy was flying a drone. I just had a look before, yeah, got a drone at the same time, so they surrounded her, and just like, fine, she's all good, yeah, but just swam along with her. They were like pushing her along. One of the whales was like pushing her feet along, helping her swim. Jeez, our whales, they're amazing. The buses of the ocean, we call them, don't we? Who does? (laughs) Eh? Who does? (laughs) We do. Who's we? (laughs) You and me. (laughs) <laughs> Not once have I heard it. We've had very little whale shout over the years. <laughs> no, well, we have. We've said they're like, the bu- they're like the buses of the ocean. No, 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 not once have I said that. I'm pretty sure we had a <laughs> no, no, it wasn't, conversation. It wasn't me. They were stating uh, the whales were buses of the ocean. <laughs> no. <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you've just put me into the... You Keisha said Castle Hughes, she rode a whale. Yeah. Like a bus, like you'd ride a bus. <laughs> Buses of the ocean. Mm? That's how we got to their conversation. <laughs> no, I don't know. You might have been drunk at the time. Okay, but it sounds like me. <laughs> uh, but we thought this afternoon, uh, what has happened to you in the ocean? 0800 The Edge is the phone number. Sammy. Hi, mate. Hey, yes, we're talking about what happened to you in the ocean. I know. I was. It was about 3am. I was prawn trawling in Darwin out of the Gulf of Carpentaria. I, and I, I understood about came, two, two of those words. <laughs> and the skipper came down and pushed me overboard. Uh, you know, he nudged me and I fell overboard. I got dragged under the boat. The boat was going about two knots, I think, bringing <gasps> up the nets. And I put my nails in the bottom of the boat and I could feel a propeller at my feet. <gasps> so I, I, I just stuck all my hand nails into the boat and pushed myself to the side. What? The propeller just missed my nose. Whoa! And then um, I came to the surface and there was one dolphin, four sharks. And I thought, okay, this is me. I'm going to be mincemeat. I could see a bit of blood. I must have hurt myself. Oh, my God. 
and the dolphin. Yeah. We're out in the, out in the Gulf Shit, of Calvary. There's no nothing, no land, no nothing. The dolphin swam around me to keep the sharks away. No. Yeah, mate. Now, out there, they couldn't stop and turn around and pick me up because it's like looking for a needle in a haystack. So you're just in the middle of the ocean, bobbing around with sh- after you've been dragged under a boat. Bleeding with, with sharks circling you. Nearly minced up by a propeller. Yeah. And, and I started swimming towards the boat. I just saw a light in the distance, and the dolphin was behind me, pushing me forward. And pushed you to the boat? Type thing, yeah. And the sharks were right beside me. I could see his eyes. Whoa! This is intense! It was intense. I mean, I know it was 3 a.m. in the morning, but the moon, you know, sort of lit up. I could see everything, you know? Sammy! I know. But that dolphin was protecting me from those four sharks. That's freaky, eh? You know the disappointing thing about this is that anyone who follows this call is just going to... But you've blown them out of the water, so to speak, Sammy. <laughs> this is amazing. Don't get a oh, jeez, Christmas time stress. It's very stressful, isn't it? I mean, I'm trying to be a bit more organised this year and uh, got a present for little Tyson, who's Sharon's son. Oh, good on you. Um, I'm responsible. She's kind of... Put me in a responsible position with that boy. Oh, because you're a godfather, right? Yeah, yeah. I've had to put reminders in my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing that one. Uh, yeah. doing... But I'm no good at rapping. Rapping is not my thing. Yeah, I don't think it's anyone's thing. We had to do it at the mall, remember that time? And I love this lady. Charity came up. rapping. It was, it was for charity. Charitable guys, so philanthropists. We're helping, we're John helping out. It was for charity. Hashtag we're helping good out. guys. Uh, at the Hashtag mall. Kiwi heroes. <laughs> rapping, uh, rapping presents for a couple of hours. You for know, charity. And it's so people could make a gold coin donation. For charity. For charity, yes. Yeah. Uh, but this lady came up and she was so disgusted at your rapping. <laughs> she went and found such. So she, un- she unwrapped it she, then yeah. and went back and saw another person who was working with us to get it rewrapped. What a bitch. No, I think fair enough. You, you had no patience. No, which is unusual because I should be into Christmas. It's in my DNA because my mum, Annie Catherine Pryor, oh, my God. She loves Christmas? I think if she, if she could have a hoon on Santa. <laughs> she loves it. And she's like, the only thing you're getting when I die is all of our Christmas heirlooms. Have you got a lot of decorations at home? I'm like, what about all the cash? <laughs> I've spent that on Christmas decorations, I think. She has, she's, and she's slowly shipping it from Christchurch to our house. You know, every flight she makes from Christchurch, another load. Like, she's like cargo planes of Christmas paraphernalia. <laughs> like Taylor Swift arriving in the country for her <laughs> yeah. reputation got, tour. I've got blow-up Santas, I've got Christmas lights, I've got a Santa that hangs from the roof. Every time you walk past him, he scares the crap out of you. Start singing jingle bells. There's amazing things you can get. Yeah. It looks like, when, once it's all up, it looks like the North Pole has vomited on my house. <laughs> That's how Christmas... And this is only the half of it. There's more to come, she keeps warning me. I've got Disney Christmas decorations, New Zealand Christmas decorations, Paris decorations. You've got KFC decorations I saw the other day too. Yeah. I've got a Colonel Sanders for some godforsaken reason hanging up my Christmas tree yeah. and a piece of chicken. Yeah. And the Christmas decorations. I respected that. Yeah. Oh, she's gone Christmas crap, but people do. Some people... Well, Dan, producer Dan, you're saying uh, your partner's mother really gets into Christmas. Yeah, and I, look, I quite like it, to be honest. You but, seem but, like a festive person. Yeah, I quite like the festive season. And my, my partner, Hannah, her mum gets every year like a Christmas decoration for everybody. And, and so over 30 years of being alive, she's, mm. got 30, she's got a Christmas tree's worth of decorations. 
Wow. So we are didn't you... even have to buy any this year. We, she had, she's got like a box full of stuff. <laughs> are you a Christmassy person? Well, yeah, I do actually really enjoy it. And uh, my, my Amanda, my wife, uh, she's got a couple of brothers that live, uh, one, one of them lives in uh, Washington, D.C. And like every Christmas, he'll send us over the White House release a special Christmas ornament every oh, year. Oh, and he's got me those. But then this year, I'm like, what's Trump going to do? What's the Trump one? Because in, in the past... It's just it's... a big brick wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the past, it's been like, oh, this is after time. You know, this, this, uh, the 13th president and the thing he did with us for this year. I'm like, what is this going to be? <laughs> big nuclear bomb. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll add Hunter the Edge. What we want to do is for you to dob in Christmas crackers. People who are just insane. People in your family who go overboard with Christmas. Lacey, on 0800 The Edge, dob in a Christmas cracker, Lacey. My mum is absolutely ding-dong Christmas insane. <laughs> like, as soon as, like, January, she's hanging them up for the same of the year. No, not January. She's insane. Like, I have just left my mum's house now to go on the piss because I'm sick of the ding-dong friggin' whistles, bells and shit, ma'am. <laughs> I'm a Christmas Grinch, dude. Just, hold on, so Lacey, you're saying your mum puts the decorations up in January? Why'd she even take them down? Dude, <laughs> just leave really? Them up. Like, seriously, I'm a bit exaggeration, right? You know? But, Jesus, she is like a Christmas... Psychotic. Yeah. And but yeah, all I think be. about is when you put them up is having to take them down. You know, pack all I think about is just get a bucket of petrol, tip it over them and light it on fire. There you go, There's some pretty freaking sparkles. <laughs> I'm such a Christmas wow. grin. Wow, you give were... me the chocolate and shove me in a corner, I'm fine. Yeah, there you go. Bit <laughs> of arson. Get that wrapping crap away from me. Lacey's uh, Lacey, suggesting some arson Lacey, there. we're going to try and cheer you up and see you uh, send you along to see the Edge Must See movie, Once Upon a Deadpool. Oh, it's in cinemas December 13th. Awesome. All right, oh, so, uh, that's my Christmas done. Just don't put any freaking ribbon around that. <laughs> thing. I'll burn it. I swear to God, I'll burn that's it. That's right, it in. Uh, Merry Christmas, Lacey. I don't oh, know if I can say that. Merry Christmas. Do I have to hold the line? <laughs> yeah, hold the line. Yeah. Lacey. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, okay, I'm a bit concerned. She said she's wanted to <laughs> yeah, burn right, things three yeah, times yeah, in this phone. I'm trying call. to get her out to a movie theatre or something. Bronwyn on 0800 The Edge. Who's the Christmas cracker in your life, Bronwyn? My daughter, Camille. Oh, really? Yeah. She's got. They've got seven Christmas trees in their house at the moment. Seven? All seven decorated. trees? Seven yeah. real trees? Uh, no, just artificial, but they're going out to buy a real tree. As well as? Or are they going to, like... Yeah. No, as well as. And they're all decorated differently. Oh, my... How, how do they live <laughs> yeah. in the house? It must just be like a forest. <laughs> like a Santa's grotto or something, yeah. Yeah, in the kitchen and dining... In the kitchen and lounge is where they are. What? They've got oh, yeah. eight trees. Well, there's soon to be eight trees in their oh kitchen God. and lounge. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. I appreciate that. I, I think Annie Pry, your mum, needs to, needs to step things up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I mean, she's been out done there. Tamsin with us on 0800 The Edge. Hi. Who's the Christmas cracker yes. in your life, Tam? Oh, my husband. Really? Yeah. What's he, what's he doing? You sound like a broken Sorry. lady. <laughs> So last year he said to me, you know, do you mind if I do some Christmas lights? And I go, yeah, no problem. And then I came home and had spent 10000 on them. $10,000? <laughs> yeah. Holy. What's the, what yeah. is it? Okay, so what do you get for that? Like, I mean, you must, your house must be, like, seen from space or something. Absolutely. It's, well, for starters, we've got Santa on the roof. So he's up high. And then we have, last year we only had around 400000 lights around the house. But this year, he went and bought a whole lot more. So I think we're up to about 600,000 bulbs. Wow. Yeah. How's your mercury energy bill <laughs> at the end of December? <laughs> it wasn't too bad, actually, because they're all LEDs. But what we did, we turned it into a community event. So we um, 
we work with 12 local families in the community whose children don't get gifts and we ask people who want to come and see my husband's madness to donate a gift to a child who wouldn't normally be receiving one. That's a nice nice. thing you're doing. It's a nice thing to do. It's not getting your 10 grand back, but it's a lovely thing you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) This is Jono, Ben and Sharon. Now, over the past few weeks, Jono, you've become obsessed with a publication uh, from the UK. Yeah, it's called The Sun, a very gossipy, trashy sort of tabloid newspaper. If The Sun was a person, I imagine it to be a lady in her 50s who spent too much time sunbathing, quite leathery brown skin, smokes two packs of cigarettes a day and drinks Chardonnay at 11 in the morning. That's if the sun was a person. (laughs) And lives on the Coromandel. (laughs) Probably has a wide variety of dream catchers. (laughs) So it's a big big gossipy publication. Yeah, and they've also got like trashy stories like, me dog fell in love with me neighbour and they've had a lesbian baby together. (laughs) I always mention the lesbian. Yeah. There was a story about a lesbian baby once. (laughs) No, there wasn't. Uh, So so what what we found was a little advert at the bottom of the website was like, we pay for your stories. We'll pay pounds, British pounds, for your stories, for your real life yarns. Now, I... I, I know this happens, but uh, but I'm very surprised that we haven't got it so far. We haven't got because we've had uh, well, especially Juicy. the first the first story was. Have a listen to this. This is the story that we got from one of you guys that we submitted to the sun.co.uk. Have a listen. It was my mum's funeral. My boyfriend and my dad got caught having a bit of sexy time by my auntie in the toilet, and apparently it's been going. It was going on for two years. No. Crazy! No, wow. Yeah, yeah, it was very... No one ever expected that. Definitely did not expect them, either of them, to be gay or have any of that in them. So that, we we emailed that off to the sun, thinking this is a surefire hit. Nothing. Maybe if they'd had a lesbian baby, yeah. <laughs> then they might have picked that one up. And then last week... Okay, we were burnt, and we we're like, okay, we we're burnt by the sun. Last week we we're like, okay, let's try and that. let's try and get another great story, and we'll email that off. This came through again, high caliber. I was with my ex for about two years, not long before we broke up. I was sent a link from a friend of a friend, and it was a link to a video of him on Pornhub. <gasps> he um. Yeah. Was it long before or was um, it during your relationship? It was before and during the relationship. So he he uploads solo videos of himself. Oh, solos? Um, wow. So that, that we emailed off. Nothing! Nothing! So this is where I would like to give up and retire, what these people retire from trying to get stuff on the sun.co.uk. No, but you want to go one more time. What I'm feeling is our whole stories, our, our beginning, middle and end stories that come from you aren't good enough. What we need to do is compile the best parts from multiple stories and create a mega story. Okay, so the one story to rule them all. So if you've had, you think, I guess, a, a Jeremy Kyle, you know, that talk show, if you had a story like that that you think would be worthy of that television show... But we only want part of it, don't we? We do. 0800 The Edge... We even just make a nationwide brainstorm. We're going to come up with the ultimate story for the sun. We need a location. We need an incident. We need who was involved. We need a name as well. Yeah, we need what was involved. Um, Why don't we go like for a New Zealand name that they may not know, like TK Samuels or... That's great. Okay, so I'm going to kick the story off now. And then 0800 The Edge, you can phone up and contribute and we'll brainstorm and script up 
the ultimate story. And the story's going to start with, I got caught making love to a loaf of bread in the work cafeteria. Okay, that's the starting point. <laughs> okay. I don't know where you're going to go from there. <laughs> <laughs> There's many, many places. Toast, crumpets, <laughs> bagels. <laughs> now this is where you guys come in and we make the ultimate story. Shellis, welcome. Oh, hi there. Hi. hi. Oh, why, howdy. <laughs> well, I met a man overseas and he. we moved in together and I thought he was single because he told me he was, and then I found out that he was married. To a loaf of bread? And, no, and he wanted me as his second wife, so he could keep his first wife. And so I married him and became a second wife. Knowing there was another lady overseas that he was married to? Yes, and so we all lived in the same country, yeah. So, what, how does that work legally? Well... She was married traditionally, and so I was married in church with him, and it was his custom, and that's what happened. Okay. So she, you knew you you knew about her. She knew about you. Yeah, but I didn't know about her for the first while, a uh, couple of months, and then. Then he, like, how did then, he tell you that? That would have been a real like a, a jaw dropping conversation, I imagine, to have. Yeah. Well, he kind of led me to believe that he wanted a second wife in the future. And so he ran that by me to see if I would accept another lady in the future into our marriage. And um, and and then I the penny dropped and I realised I was the second wife. He was, oh, he was just doing a little bit of market research. <laughs> yeah. How's this going to go down? Oh, okay. Okay. Smart, yeah, okay. Yeah. And it all worked out great for you? Well, we're still together and oh. it's 25 years on. Congratulations. And he's still got his other wife? She unfortunately passed away. Um, she She became very ill. But she and I met, and we got on fine, and we we shared our kids, and and that was our life. Wow, what well, it seems like a very mature way of looking at this, you know. The well, situation. we saw each other as sisters, and um, and it was cultural and normal, and no one blinked an eyelid. Okay, well, this is a good story that we could. But what I'm finding with the son is that I mean that's a great story. It's on its own. But yeah, thank you for sharing that with us. That's a great story. But we need to somehow add in making love to a loaf of bread in the office. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're ruining this poor lady's lovely heartfelt well, story. Yeah. Well, did you I ever catch? Can I ask you a question, Shalice? Yes. Did you ever catch her making love to a loaf of bread? Um. No, Not she didn't. That I can remember. <laughs> Could no. you say you did? <laughs> no. Could okay, you just okay. say one day we'll I will do it? I feel like, oh, no, yeah, okay, okay. So that's a good, that's a good, that's a good combo okay. story. Okay, man with multiple wives who also enjoys bread love. Or maybe that his, his second, he was married to a loaf of bread. As a second, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're making fun of this lovely half story. It was a half. Trying to make a new a new story. Yeah, that's not not mocking her story, just adding to it, making it better. Lucy. Hi. What do you want to add to the story? Uh, my husband left me for my younger sister. Mm. And was your younger sister a loaf of bread? <laughs> um, well, yeah, I think she was. <laughs> I feel like the bread thing's really... Uh, it's confusing yeah. the situation. <laughs> really working that in there. <laughs> okay, wow. Did you, I mean, that's shocking. Yeah. How did you find out about this? Uh, my my mum had to come and tell me. Oh, what a! Jeez. I can imagine a really uh, a horrible thing for the family to go through, especially particularly oh, yourself. Yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. No, definitely. Do you talk to them both? 
Uh, I have to have something to do with him because we got two kids together, but um, oh. she's totally disowned. Oh, <laughs> man, that is... Oh, Jesus. Hell of a situation. How can we work yeah, a, loaf, yeah. a loaf of bread okay, into this okay, one, okay, well, that's it. okay. Okay, okay we're going to do a bit of a brainstorming session. We appreciate everyone's calls. Those are we'll, good. We're going to morph those into one mega story, send that off to the sun and see what we get. <laughs> I feel like we've got two, three. Anyway, <laughs> you do what you need to do, <laughs> You do you. That's Jono Bennett Sharon. So yesterday, yeah, you made a big announcement uh, on the show that we thought... Was uh, it a shock announcement? Oh, well, this was a stuff headline. Would it be like shock announcement? I was. I just thought it was a joke announcement. Like I thought you were doing it as a gag. But you, you, you say you're serious. Yeah, I'm going to follow through with this. Oh, good on you. As I said yesterday, I support you with whatever you want to do. But you're saying it with. We say it with a look in your eye. I've, I've, been, I've, I've been with you long enough to know when you're like. No, when I, I say the word support, I mean mock you. No, I'm not going to mock you. And despite the fact you've mocked me mercilessly about my hair. This doesn't involve your hair, and I'm going to support you with it. Okay, well, uh, here's a snazzy little trailer to bring you up to speed as to what the announcement was last night. Coming this summer to a beach near you. It's pasty. It's got bad tattoos. And it's got a new hit of hair. I've been letting down the radio show. <laughs> we know that. It's not a big announcement. That's it's not fact. like a new thing. <laughs> My baldness has been losing us listeners. Oh, yeah, but you've been wearing hats, so it's gotten slightly better. John O'Brien is wigging out, finally putting something on that big, bad, bald, disgusting head. I've booked in an appointment at a wig shop. <laughs> Shut up! You have it! appointment, I have. I'm going to glue a wig to my head. Baldy locks is no more. Now he has a new hair's resolution. Coming soon. Jono, Ben and Sharon with Vodafone Rewards. It's easy to get rewarded. Just grab your deals through the My Vodafone app. Yeah, I just thought we'd get another Vodafone plug in no, there as thank well. thank you. Saves me from saying it. Um, so that's what's happening. I'm getting a wig put on my head, attached to my head. and uh, once Like it's a legitimate on, looking one. That's great. Yeah, once it's on, it's on. Now you, uh, you they see... They glue it on with very strong hair. Dan, producer Dan... Uh, was there when I was talking to the person on the phone. Yeah. I've booked an appointment, 10 a.m. Thursday. Yeah. I'm getting a-, a wig surgically attached to my head. It is basically like a surgical mm. adhesive they put on there as well, so it's almost impossible to oh, pull, pull the Try and pull this off, you lose your scalp. I'm looking, your scalp I'm looking forward to, um, to seeing you with it. Mm. Do, are you going to let us know what sort of style you're going for, or is that going to be a bit of a surprise? I'd like to do it as an unveiling, like an extreme <laughs> you know, body makeover. Yeah, nice. Unveiling. It's going to have a, a Thursday, Thursday, you say? Thursday, Thursday today. Okay. It's locked in. Oh, that's good, because um, Sharon and I were also talking about um, marking this occasion. Yeah, you know, a special occasion for you and for New Zealand, and we've got a little surprise later that day. We don't want to take away from your, your first surprise that's going to happen on Thursday what as well. What are you doing? This is a little something we've organised to happen what? later that day. What? For you. What? Well, God, it's, it's something for you. I'll tell you after five, mate. Prime time. <laughs> Don't do a tease with me. What have you organised? Uh, well, Sharon and I, I feel bad uh, talking about this now because Sharon's not here. Because it was us together wanting to do something nice for you to to help. I'll just say that to help more people see it in New Zealand. It's a nice thing. It's a nice thing. You'll like it. You'll like it. What have they done? What have they done, Ben? Oh, I was there for this phone call as yeah, well. Yeah, it's great. It's a, it's a lovely thing, eh? You are going to blow your wig off when you hear this. <laughs> Even though it's surgically attached to your head. blow your wig off. It's that good that it'll blow your surgically adhesed wig off. So after five today, I might, I might tell you. If Sharon texts me and says it's okay to tell you, I'll tell you after five. Otherwise, I'll wait till Sharon's back to Am me. I going to enjoy this? Yeah. <laughs> Am I? Yeah, it's a great treat. 
Mm. And we're going to enjoy it even more. I don't think he'll enjoy it. You reckon? No, I don't what think is he it? No, but, he don't, but he's doing this because he wanted to do it. So yeah. I feel like... Yeah, he, but I, that's all I wanted. I want to get the wig and stop. And I wanted to be an open book about it. Yeah, and great. be like, yeah, I'm a wig wearer. Well, great. Well, this is Not a great be ashamed way. of it. No, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be ashamed of it. This is a great way of getting it out there. This is John O'Ben and Sharon. Middle management uh, Dean has come in uh, to join us. How's it going? G'day, guys. Good to take a break from all the spreadsheets and, <laughs> you know, payroll and photocopying. All the fun stuff that we do. Yeah. Here in middle management, <laughs> HR takes up about three quarters of the day. Processing annual leave requests. Yeah, a lot of forms. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Dan, it's great to have you in here. Um, but we understand you're branching out from middle management. Uh-huh. To, uh huh. To upper management, is it? No, not to upper management. <laughs> to lower management. To semi-professional voiceover. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Dean didn't know why he was being brought in here. We wanted to see him for a change. Shoes on the other foot. So, all day, uh, mm. we've heard word around the office that you've right. locked yourself in a cupboard and have been practising yeah. uh, voicing a script as uh-huh. a professional voiceover artist. Yeah, it's my side... Why was I going to say side chick? Side gig? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's my side gig. Yeah. You know, pretty... Pretty semi on the semi-professional scale. More semi than professional. Yeah, usually. So this, but, um, <laughs> this is... Uh, and I don't know if you're more... You should say I'm more semi. Yeah, no. no, now I've said that. No, should, can we rewind he's, again? He's more semi than a fully erect voiceover <laughs> yeah. artist. Yeah. So this is for... Uh, we can't obviously say what it's for. Well, we don't even know what it's for, but it's something, some American production. I need to do an American accent, yeah. Right. And um, I've never done one before. Can really, you give us a teaser? Context- well, I only just... I don't know if I've even formulated one yet. Have I? When's the audition? <coughs> Later today. Say, hey, Jono, it's great to see you in American accent. Hey, hey, Jono, it's great to see you. <laughs> it's great to see you too, also, Dean. <laughs> great to see you too, man. You like Texas? <laughs> Howdy. Yeah. <laughs> Ben, you've uh, you've had to teach your daughter how to do an American accent. Well, well look, look, she, she got, does a voiceover. No, she uh, she got an, aud- an audition for an American movie that was happening in America, and we practiced trying to do the audition. I was so bad at teaching her that I in the end said, "Maybe she shouldn't do the audition," because I struggled to teach her. It was like, "Hey, those are my blackberries." We're a line from it, and that's like, "Hey, those are my blackberries." So I was like, "Oh, geez, this, this stop now. I can't do this." Because I'd, I'd say it to her, she'd repeat it back. And I go, maybe a little less, a little less, a little less, but I just couldn't do it. Why don't we call an American restaurant here in New Zealand? All three of us will put on an American voice and they have to pick which one of us is American. Yeah, okay, we can. Okay, all okay, right. All right, yeah. Jano, yeah. I'm with you, yeah. <coughs> this is the Bald Fit Eagle Diner. Bald Eagle Diner, this is Nina. Why, howdy, Nina. Hey. Hey, it's three American guys here. Hey Nina, hey how Nina, you doing? how's it going? It's Hank. Okay. Howdy, Nina. I played quarterback for the uh, the high school team. Uh, are you guys looking for a table? Table for three Americans, <laughs> just three American guys, just three average Americans. <laughs> Chad, <laughs> Chad Abercrombie. <laughs> I was Hank. <laughs> yeah, Hank. And I was time. Todd. <laughs> Don't know why you need all That's our right. names, but anyway. Okay, what time are you guys coming in? Chad, Hank, and Todd, three American guys. Love Chicago in the fall. Uh, <laughs> can we come in at 7.30? Yeah, I'll put you down for three people at 7.30. Why, howdy. <laughs> Which one of us do you think was the uh, was the best American accent? Um, all pretty, all pretty horrible. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Even <laughs> Hank? Especially Hank. <laughs> it's, it's John O'Brien and Sharon Cooling from the Edge Radio Station. We're trying to help our mate with this American uh, voiceover edition. It's, it's going great. Cheers, guy. guy. It's not going Do you well. think that's a convincing accent? No. <laughs> oh, and what, what, what was your name there, Sugar Pie? <laughs> okay, maybe maybe right, we're right. here. So, okay, mate. Alright, well, you guys have a good day. Hey, right, see you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see you later. Sorry, madam. Did I say sugar? Oh, oh, America in the seventies, <laughs> no, mate. And you thought Post Malone had some dodgy tattoos? It's John O'Brien and Sharon. We're taking an issue from the people to the people in today's People's Court. Yes, Sharon's away today, and uh, we brought this case. I know she'd have a very strong opinion on this one. Uh, it's the case of two best friends uh, fighting over a boy. Cara, welcome. Hello. You're the plaintiff. The defendant, Sarah, joins us on the phone as well. Cara, you can state your case first. So I have recently in the past year just become close friends with um, my best friend's boyfriend, and we've become really good mates, and I keep posting... I posted a couple photos of us on Instagram and I've obviously tagged him in it and I'm pretty sure my best friend thinks that I might have feelings for him and she gets a bit annoyed with it. So, you were friends with this guy before she started dating him? Yeah, we knew of each other uh, through through mutual friends, um, but we probably got a bit more closer when we started all hanging out together. Okay, and so Sarah started dating him, but you continue to post photos of you and him on social media. Sarah, your thoughts come into the case. Can I just say, I feel like a talkback host. <laughs> you do you do, do I, I sound like one? No, you sound like a league commentator. <laughs> Come into <laughs> the case. All right, sensational. <laughs> okay, Sarah, you bring it up the guts here. My thoughts are she's clearly got more feelings than just being a friend. She's oh, feelings. And I wanted to be truthful. Truthful. So wh- why, do you, why do you think that? Well, why? what kind of best friend posts photos of your... With, with your boyfriend, with her boyfriend. Like, that's just weird. That's just, just weird. That is weird. So you want her to stop posting the photos? Or come clean and tell me what she really thinks of my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Damn! Hell of a shocker there from Sarah. Back to you, Cara. Is there anything you um, want to say, Cara? Yeah, I do. You know that I get along with guys really well, so... Oh. I know you do. You get along really well with guys. Oh. I, know oh. I know you do. Oh, wow. <laughs> are, you, are you a guy's girl, Cara? I am. I've always been like closest guys. I get along with guys really well, and you're I the sort of girl that other girls don't like. So, Cara, you're just saying you guys are just mates. 100, you're yes. just mates. 100. percent I would almost think of him kind of like a brother to me. Really? 100. <laughs> I don't believe you. I don't believe okay. you. Okay. So, what percentage are you giving her? <laughs> She's saying 100. percent What no, are you saying? No, hold on, Ben. We'll go to the stats for that one. <laughs> Oh, you made him run hold. <laughs> you made him run hold. You made him run hold. You said, hold on, Ben. <laughs> so everyone thought you were here to come in with some stats. I don't have the stats. I, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. Okay. And I think you really like him. And 20 I want to 30%, to percent, maybe. But okay, anyway. you could, you, Sarah, you think she really likes him? Totally, yeah. Cool. If you don't, go and get your own boyfriend. Don't take mine. Oh, okay, okay. okay. We're gonna, right. Things are getting quite. Yeah. Oh, eight hundred the edge. What should happen here? Should Kara stop posting photos of her with Sarah's boyfriend, although she didn't know him before Sarah started dating? And she, she says they're just friends. Just friends. Nothing going on, Sarah. Mhm. <laughs> mhm. And Kara. Uh, I just think you, she needs to chill out a wee bit. You will admit on the radio you don't actually have any feelings for this guy. 
I swear on my life, I do not have any feelings oh. for this guy. There we go. Well, thank you guys uh, for taking. She's a guys' gal. Taking part in the people's court. We'll throw it out uh, to you guys now. Oh, 800 the edge is the phone number three three four three on the text. Jess, welcome. Juror number one. Um, I reckon she shouldn't stop posting. Um, I think if they've got a good friendship, which I maybe question a little bit because they, you know, one of them doesn't seem to trust the other one. I think if Carol was friends with him before they started going out, then there's no issue. Maybe things have happened which might suggest that Kara has deeper feelings for her, for Sarah's boyfriend. I don't know. I'm not there. Then she just needs to talk to her friend, I think. I mean... Yeah. Hey, thank you, Jess. Hope your eye gets better, mate. <laughs> Thanks. I bet that wasn't on your Christmas wish list. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Have a great day. Chris, welcome. Jury number two. Can you post photos of you with someone else's partner on social media? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you can. Go hard. It's a roller coaster. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then we stopped and then we had a nah. <laughs> and then oh, we had okay. a you can. <laughs> no, oh, I reckon you can because... Well, guys don't really mind about their girlfriends having guy mates and that. And when you go out partying, you all hang out together, don't you? Yeah, well, you do. I think in the situation, as Jono was saying, maybe there is some some deep-seated trust issues that are going on here. Because you think on the surface, it's fine. If you're mates, you can go out, you can post a photo with another mate, right? Yeah, exactly. And if your relationship's strong enough, it wouldn't even be a hassle. Oh, that, thank you very much, Chris. Okay, there's two in the camp of it's fine to post photos of uh, yourself with people's partners on social media. Where do you where do you sit on this one, Ben? Well, no, look, I know that. Okay, imagine this. I'm out there, yeah, with Amanda, yeah, my wife. You're out with my wife, yeah, and we're you're in the going mountain biking together. Yeah, I'm going mountain biking. You <laughs> yeah. know my love of mountains <laughs> and biking. Yeah. And I post a uh, sweaty post mountain bike shot. <laughs> post mountain bike shot. Post mountain Not bike shot. Manda shot. <laughs> and on social media, right? And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and usually she's going out mountain biking with him. Here's a. Not really a mountain biking type. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. <laughs> Where would you sit on that? <laughs> Not on your mountain bike, that's for sure. <laughs> I like, I like in this situation, but like, in all honesty, I'd be. Uh, you've thrown me with the mountain biking scenario. Okay, well, listen. Because I'm like, he's not really into mountain biking. <laughs> Seems like a bit of an excuse for them to go out together. I'm not even to flat. I'm not even to into flat biking. <laughs> let alone biking on mountains. But anyway, don't let that throw you. I'm out there doing physical activities with your wife. Oh, I'm fine. I'm, Are you I'm, fine I'm, with that? Yeah, I'm fine with that. If, well, if you asked me not to, I think I would respect <laughs> that though. You know, I wouldn't keep it going, right? Like, see it like Kara is, but Lou. Hey? You, you're not happy. You're not happy with Kara posting photos with her and Sarah's boyfriend. No, I think it's being a hoe. Okay. Well, well, okay. You reckon? Well, she's just mates. Yeah. They just be mates. Yeah, but every chick knows that if you post a picture with some dude and she's actually with someone, she, you know you're annoying her. It's stupid. Mm, okay. Be able to Dan, 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 producer Dan agrees. I don't think we, we don't want to say about the well, whole part. We don't, we don't to be, that. They're supposed to be best friends. Yeah. So, you know, why she knows it annoys her best friends. So, wouldn't you just stop? Maybe a photo of the exactly, three, three yeah. of them together? Yeah, wouldn't you say? Exactly. It? It's like chicks before dicks. Okay, there we go. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, then. I think we've all learned never mess with Lou. <laughs> yeah, all right, Lou. <laughs> we'll, we'll let you know next time, just before we get a post something, all right? 
Sweet. All right, mate. No, I appreciate your call. There you go. In old show, just uh, oh, no, taking. Mate, don't care. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you can. You can do your. I was stats. just taking into this consideration the text. You can do your stats. Seventy-nine percent of people <laughs> yeah. say that it's fine to post photos on social media with other partners. There we with go. People's other partners. No, thank you. I did. I really enjoyed those stats. Thank you, John. <laughs> no, you did.